Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, June 13th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Well, we had more January 6th hearings today. We'll get to that. We'll report on it accurately. And then there Wednesday and I think Thursday and I, I don't know, Saturday, Sunday. Anyway, they'll milk it. But we have what you need. But the Talking Points memo is about your money. So I think you're going to want to pay attention to this. So I wrote a column on Sunday and I basically laid out, look, um, Joe Biden can't run the country. Everybody knows that. No two sides of the story. Anybody telling you he's doing a good job, all you do is smile. Don't argue. They smile. Get away as fast as you can. If it's on TV, turn the TV off or to another channel. Because the guy, I mean, everyone knows his own party knows. But now it's directly affecting us because we're in a bear market. Ooh, a bear market. What does that mean? That means that stocks are well off their highs in January, more than 20%. And they'll go down a bit further this summer. There's no real impetus to buy private investors, people like me and you. We're frightened to buy any stocks because how low can you go? It's like the limbo. Okay, and there's no help. Biden doesn't know how to run the economy. It's shocking. And he doesn't have anybody to tell him how to run it. So why would you buy stocks? And then interest rates are going up and that affects the currency. It affects everything. So I'm not a doom and gloom guy because of one thing. This has been factored in. The financial people on Wall Street, the people who really dictate which way the market goes, they have factored in Biden's incompetence and they know he's not going to get any better. Problem is, there's going to be a recession. So you remember the last recession booted uh, Butch off the planet and led to Obama being elected. All right. That was bad loans, uh, all of that. Now, this is an incompetent president driving the recession. And just to refresh your memory, the two things that Democrats care about, and Biden is obviously the leader of this, are social justice and climate change. That's it. They don't care about anything else. So in climate change, they destroyed the fossil fuel industry. And that's what ignited all the horror. So we didn't harvest as much energy from our own soil as we had under Bush. It wasn't even close. And then that ignited the food prices up transportation up, gasoline up, and the whole thing got out of control, which then dovetailed back into the stock market as profits went down. You would think that higher prices would lead to more profits, but no, because people cut back spending, consumers cut back spending. So now there will be a recession, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as the last one because most people have jobs and most businesses need workers. So I don't think we're going to get a massive rise in unemployment, but the salaries can't keep up with the inflation. Remember, Trump ran the economy efficiently. And again, that's not debatable. That's a fact. 1.4% inflation. Now it's approaching 9%. Okay. Stock market record highs. You can't debate it. But Biden doesn't know what he's doing economically or any other area. Okay, so what do you do? You, the hardworking, honest American citizen. Nothing. So most Americans 
plan for retirement, education expenses, things like that. And they buy mutual funds, which is a big investment into stocks. Well, if you're going to look at your statement come July 1st, you're going to cry. I mean, my net worth has declined dramatically. Okay, so nothing I can do about it. I'm not buying individual stocks. I bought one today because it's a tech company that I believe will have a great product going down the line, and it was very low. But I didn't spend a lot of money doing it, okay? So basically, I've told my broker, no. And my broker voted for Biden, and I scolded him today. I did it in a funny way. I don't know if he thought it was funny, but he voted for Biden. I go, how can you be my financial advisor if you vote for this guy? <laughs> you know, he doesn't really have an answer. Anyway, don't do anything. Because if you do, you'll lose that money and never get it back. And there's nowhere else to put it. Under your mattress, okay, if you want to do that, you're going to lose 12% of its value every year because of inflation. When Biden is out, and I don't now I don't know if he's going to make the four years. Not going to be impeached or anything. He'll resign because of health reasons. That's a guess. But I'm going to get into that later on. But if you sell now and, and dump everything now, you're at the low point. It might go a little lower, but you'll never recover. If you hold, you'll recover in a year or two. So I'm, I'm holding. And that's my best advice I can give you. I could be wrong. This could be 1929. I don't think so. Because there, there's still a lot of cash and a lot of vibrance in the American economic system. Okay, so that's the memo. Now let's get to this uh, January 6th hearing. It is apparent they don't have anything new. All right, so the people who hate Trump are going to hate him more. The people who like Trump aren't going to watch or listen. I don't know where this gets us. So today, the second hearing was about the big lie that Trump knew he lost the election but was lying about it and all the people around him were telling him, no, you lost, and he wouldn't accept it. So he's a big, fat liar. Okay, that's the theme of today. I know Trump, he firmly believes that he won the election. So is he delusional? Is he Biden saying, oh, the economy's strong? You decide, all right? But Trump has the right to an opinion, and his opinion is there was fraud in the election. That's his opinion. It's not shared by most people, but that's what he believes. Okay? And he has never wavered from that. And you can apply all kinds of ego, or this or that. Or that. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just reporting you the reality of the situation. So Wednesday, uh, the third hearing, they're going to say how Trump pressured the Justice Department and this is based on Bill Barr's testimony. Yeah, he did. He wanted the Justice Department to investigate the election. I said, three days after the election, Justice Department should appoint a special counsel to look into these allegations. That would have been good. I wish that had happened. Just separate it out. Special counsel, look at the election. There's all kinds of angst in the country. That makes sense. Trump has never been able to explain to me why he didn't demand that. That's what he should have demanded. Rather than putting the my pillow guy and Giuliani in charge, I don't think that really worked. You know, wouldn't you rather have a special counsel? But, of course, nobody follows my advice. 
On Thursday, Mike Pence, okay, the committee is going to go, Trump was mean to Mike Pence. He wanted him hanged. You know, I remember that movie, Hang Him High. So you replace Clint Eastwood with Mike Pence. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So forget about Donald Trump exaggerates and practices hyperbole word of the day every hour on the hour in his whole life and always has. Forget about that. <laughs> yeah, Trump wanted to physically hang Mike Pence. That's Thursday if you are keeping score. All right. Uh, viewers of the uh, exposition in primetime on Sunday, on Thursday. So ABC at 5 million, CBS 3 million, NBC 3 million, MSNBC 4 million, CNN 3 million, miscellaneous outlets, that's Fox Business, 1 million, total 20 million. According to Adweek, the networks, uh, ABC, CBS, NBC lost 7 million from the Thursday night they usually have with entertainment. Fox didn't run it, and they were down in primetime. Their primetime lineup lost uh, some viewers. 123 million households in the USA have TVs. 96% of homes have televisions, and only 20 million people watch. For comparison, presidential debates average about 70 million. State of the Union, 38 million. So, and today and the rest of this week, nobody's going to watch in fact, there's going to be a riot for the soap opera people who are demanding as the world turns, is that still on? I, I don't even know. Be brought back, uh, and they don't want to watch this January 6th soap opera. Partisans all over the place, uh, first on the left. Go. The entire uh, hearing was a good uh, display of what's to come in the rest of the hearings. Um, as was pointed out, we're going to show that uh, Trump lost the election and he knew that he lost the election and he went uh, on a campaign to convince his supporters that it was stolen even though it was not. Okay, good. Um, conservatives, go. I think the entire story, because this is now about a security failure of, of incredible magnitude and they don't even yep. seem to want to talk about it. Yeah, the one person that looks good is Donald connect. Trump. Donald Trump yeah. Listen, authorized he... it. So you saw John Solomon there. He's coming up. We have him on because there's stuff about Chuck Schumer in the win. And finally, uh, here's what President Biden said about the hearings. It's important to the American people to understand what truly happened and to understand that the same forces that led January 6th remain at work today. It's about our democracy itself. We have to protect our democracy. I know it sounds corny to say it. Whatever. Um, you know, it's amazing how they get the teleprompters everywhere for Biden. He, he couldn't just, like, say that as a normal person. they got to have the two little monitors there so he can read it. And just to reinforce, Joe Biden does not write anything. Not one blanking word. Nothing. Trump didn't write anything either on his speeches and, and things like that, but he edited, Trump edited. Biden does not edit or write, just so you know. All right, let's go to our media expert, Bernie Goldberg. He is the purveyor of bernardgoldberg.com, bernardgoldberg.com. Now, this is a website that, that gives you, uh, the American citizen, an honest view from Bernie Goldberg's um, frame of reference, and it's, it's a lot. 
The guy's been around. Look at him. He's very old, but he knows a lot about the country. And he joins us now from North Carolina. How was that, Lee? Was that, was that good? Yeah, it was wonderful, Bill. <laughs> anyway, I gave uh, 10 minutes and 45 seconds summation on the economy and the January 6th situation. Do you have any quibbles? Yeah, I do, actually. I, I, I get the feeling that I'm taking this more seriously than you are. You said there's nothing new. Okay, there's nothing new to you. There's nothing new to me. But a lot of people aren't news junkies. And I'll bet you some of them saw something that was new to them. But here's my bigger point. Whenever there's a controversial issue, whether it's guns, abortion, or now the January 6th hearings, everybody goes to their respective corners, builds a barricade, and makes sure no opinions they don't want to hear are allowed through the barricade. That's what's happening now. So on the left, you're hearing the things that you you, you played. Either it's... it's uh, well, from the left, it's that Trump is guilty of seditious conspiracy to commit sedition and should be sent to jail for the rest of his life. That's what the left wants. From the right, it's there's no cross-examination. It's political because it's a midterm election year. It's true. It would be better if there was cross-examination. It would be better if there was no midterm election this year to detract from what's going on. And that's what I want to talk about, what's going on. We know, this is what we know without doubt, without any dispute. Donald Trump lied, not just to me or you, he lied to his most, most passionate supporters. That's not a good thing when you lie well, to wait, people. Wait, 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 wait. When you say he lied, a lie is when you know something to be true, okay, well, that's, and then, then you get, and then you distort it by saying a falsehood. What, and, let's, and let's get to what you raised as a possibility. If he didn't lie, which I think he did, then he's is he delusional? You said, okay. If he didn't lie, then I say yes, yes. Donald Trump is clinically psychologically. Well, he he won't delusional. accept the fact that the vote in certain places wasn't rife with fraud. That, that's listen, his position. Listen, his attorney general said it. There was they no all evidence. said it. There's nobody, there's nobody credible that's backing up Trump in a court of law or anywhere else. However, there are questions about Mark Zuckerberg's uh, massive intrusion of, of money into Wisconsin. There are other uh, cases underway. They haven't reached fruition. But to say he's a lot, to, to say he knew, he didn't want to know, number one. My, my mantra here, Bernie, I want you to comment on this. People believe what they want to believe. Would you agree with that? People believe what they want to believe. Yeah, I, be I believe that. Okay, and so I he believe, wanted to I, believe and wants to believe to this day there was fraud in the election. That's yeah, what I he wants believe, to believe. I, I want to. I want to believe that I play center field for the freaking. No, New no, York no. Yet. But that's that. Yeah. You don't play center field. But you're a Jew. I'm a Catholic. We believe in our religion because we want to believe in it. 
So that's what I'm saying. He wanted to believe there was fraud. Now, you I can say it's that. a lie. I, I understand that. I'm saying it's not good enough. He, he misled millions of Americans, gullible, gullible Americans. He, he put forth he, his point of view. Now, if that's misleading, he's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to his opinion on it. But that's not what this is supposed to be all about. And this is question number two for you. This is supposed to be out. Did he contrive the riot? Did he encourage the riot? Did he condone yeah. the riot? That's yeah, yes, what this committee is yes. all about. Yes, he encouraged the riot. He egged okay, on. Okay, but if he says his own words, be peaceful, then and then he on two days before orders his acting secretary of defense to get the National Guard ready, doesn't that go in the face of your opinion? If, if there were a criminal trial and I were defending Donald Trump, I would say to the jury, didn't you hear him say, go peacefully? Right. Yes, he said that. And, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't, excuse my word here, it doesn't trump what, what else he said. He, he, he continued this, what I call a lie, misleading, whatever you want to call it, Bill. He continued it for about an hour and he, he egged on the crowd. He got them revved up and then they attacked the Capitol. Okay. Call it an insurrection, call it a riot, call it whatever you want. I don't care. Then he went back to the White House, watched it on TV, didn't do anything to stop it for a very long time. You didn't what know he, what to do. He did not know what to do. It is despicable. All right. I mean, look, that that he he didn't act fast enough when guys like Sean Hannity were actually calling him and saying, you better start condemning this and you better start to leave. He's culpable for that. He is. But he didn't want the Capitol riot. That is established beyond any doubt. He didn't want it to happen. And number two, yes, you can make a circumstantial case that he encouraged people's irresponsible behavior, but you'd never get a conviction in a court of law that he did it intentionally, that he wanted to be a destructor of the Capitol. You'd never get a conviction on that. You know it. No, I don't know it. I'm oh, not saying he should. I'll take I'm that bet all day long. It might come to that. Here's what I'm saying. If the trial is in Washington, D.C. No, it'd be a he, Supreme Court trial. Not going to be, it's not going to be a trial. Uh, it'd, be, it'd go right to the Supreme Court. Well, wait, they wait, would try so, it. Wait, so, wait a second. Joe Biden has been pulled to the left from day one of his presidency. We'll agree on that. Right. The left wants a criminal trial, conspiracy to commit sedition. If he gives in to the left, the Department of Justice will, I'm not saying they will do this, but if he gives in to the left, there could be a trial. If the trial is in Washington, he will be found guilty. Okay, I mean, but it's not I, gonna be, that's not the way it will go down because this is a president uh, and he was in office and it would have to be tried in the Supreme Court as other big cases throughout history have been. All right, well, last question for you. And this is a very interesting debate and, and thank you for coming on because this is what this program is all about. I want every side of this to be heard, all right? And then the folks can make up their own mind. So this committee itself, 
the fix is in in this committee, all right? Because they're not looking to uncover anything that makes Trump look okay. It's what they call a kangaroo court, isn't it? I would agree. All right. Yay. So why are the networks putting a kangaroo on in full time, in prime time, if it isn't the Australian guy with the big knife? Why? I would agree that it would be better if there was cross-examination. I would agree that it would be better if we, if the Democrats weren't trying to hurt not only Donald Trump, but all Republicans to take their minds off of 9% inflation and $5 a gallon gasoline. I would agree that it would be better if all of that didn't happen. And you know what else I would agree on? I would agree if Donald Trump acted like a (laughs) grown-up former president and didn't do any of the things he did. I want to make one last point to the people listening to us, okay? To anybody who believes that Donald Trump did not egg on the crowd, that Mike Pence is a traitor. I'm not going to bang my head against the wall trying to convince anybody who thinks nonsense like that. What Donald Trump did was wrong. I'm not saying it was criminally wrong. I'm saying it was morally wrong, ethically wrong, and politically wrong. And to me, there is no doubt about that. Okay. And I am a registered Republican who's a conservative, who hasn't voted for a Democrat since I was a kid and voted for Jimmy Carter in the 1970s. And you see where Carter got us. Well, next time around, you might have Trump versus uh, whoever, um, and it'll be very interesting. We appreciate your candor as always. Bernie Goldberg, BernardGoldberg.com. You will get it straight. And in this time, in this country, we need all we can get. Thank you, Bernie. Okay, so uh, I was I was uh, talking to Bernie about uh, the committee doesn't really want any information that's going to make Democrats look bad, and now we do have some. So apparently, uh, Senator Schumer, the House leader, was informed um, by uh, the Capitol Deputy Police Chief Sean Gallagher that there was likely to be trouble, and Schumer didn't do anything about it. This is before it happened, of course. So now we have Nancy Pelosi not doing anything about it, Muriel Bowser, the mayor of D.C., not doing anything about it, and Schumer not doing anything about it, even though they were given advance warning. In addition to also what I told Bernie, that Trump, two days before, got his acting secretary of defense to alert the National Guard to come in, but the president could not do that on his own. He had to be invited in by Pelosi or Bowser to fanatical Democrats, and they did not do it. So join us now is John Solomon, who broke the story. He is the CEO and editor-in-chief of Just the News, another great internet thing, just like BernardGoldberg.com. And am I setting this story up properly, Mr. Solomon? You have indeed, Bill. It's really remarkable. And today I just got new documents just like an hour ago that show back the first warnings that the Capitol Police received about potential violence, about their target, their tunnels being targeted, about people bringing guns to the Capitol. 
go all the way back to December 21st. Think about that. They had three weeks to prepare after being told there was likely to be violence, by the way, from the FBI and from the Homeland Security Department. So this is very specific intelligence coming from the top intelligence realms of the U.S. government. And they do nothing during the holidays. On January 2nd, they get an invite from President Trump's Pentagon to, hey, don't you want some National Guard? And the police say no. Then two days later, they get buyer's remorse on that no answer. And they go back and say, yeah, we probably do. Let me go check with Nancy Pelosi. And Pelosi's sergeant at arm, uh, sergeant at arms turns them down saying, we don't like the optics. By the way, optics is not a security term. It's a politics term. So right. they made a political decision over security. And then the next day, more intelligence comes in, even more specific, more serious intelligence. And nobody adjusts. The only person that gets a heads up that night, Chuck Schumer, they don't adjust the plan. And the Capitol Police men and women go to work on the morning of the 6th unaware that there is a plot their own people didn't even the tell them their own leadership they didn't, didn't even them. tell them now the uh the january 6th committee has not raised that at all is that correct right this is not this is not on their total their news blackout i don't want to talk about this no don't want to talk about it all the liberal media new york times washington post have you seen anything in those papers on this nothing they're uh, radio silence mm, the network news nbc cbs abc they reported this nothing so no. the corruption level in this country is, uh, I think it's nine and a half, with 10 being the worst, right? Oh, we're pretty much there, I think. I listen, the same uh, alliance that we saw during the false Russia collusion story we see with January 6th. The media, the bureaucrats, and the Democrats, and I guess you could throw Liz Cheney in there, um, uh, are all sticking to a narrative regardless of what the facts are. They're ignoring the facts that run contrary to the arguments that Democrats made. They did this during Russia to their own peril. And I'll guarantee you by next year, the media's entire storyline on January 6th will be in reversal. It already is now. They're just not reporting it. Yeah, they're trying to you know, take t uh, Trump off the board. Last question for you. Have you seen any Democrats, Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C., any Democrats who did take these prior warnings seriously? No, uh, not there was one. one hearing, not one. I will say one thing in the summer of 2019, this is a story we have on just the news this, uh, this morning in the summer of 2019, six months after Nancy Pelosi took over as speaker of the house, Zoe Lofgren, who's one of the members yeah, of we heard from the her six committee, mm -hmm. she had a whole hearing and, and the Capitol police basically told her, we have a lot of problems. We don't control our men. Well, we don't do intelligence. Well, we're under resourced. We don't have equipment. She had a great hearing. She put all this in the public realm, and then they did nothing for 18 months. None of the problems identified that day were addressed. This was a slow, a slow motion wreck, 18 months in the making. All right, John, thanks very much. We appreciate it. Very kind of you to help us out. All right, President Biden scheduled today, nothing. This is Monday. He doesn't really work on Monday. He leaves uh, Rehoboth, Delaware at 11.10. He shows up at the White House uh, after about 10 minutes after noon, five minutes after noon, and then he doesn't do anything. Um, and this is what he does. He gets the four-day weekend uh, in Delaware. Okay. And I'm glad he's not doing anything because when he does stuff, it, <laughs> you know, it doesn't work out. So, uh, as I said, uh, Biden's done. Uh, his own party's turning on him. David Axelrod, you'll remember he was the consigliere to Barack Obama. Here's what he says. Go. President Obama was under siege as well at this time in his presidency. And there, were, there was hand-wringing and 
quiet meetings going on as well. Uh, but he was also 30 years younger than this president. And that is a concern, uh, the ability to run a rigorous, vigorous uh, campaign and manage the presidency at the same time uh, when uh, he's in his 81st year. And uh, I think that's a legitimate question. And it's one he's going to have to consider uh, when he toes up to the line and makes the final call that he's going to go. No, you're not going to go because you don't want him to go, David. And you know that you're not going to say it, but you don't want him to go because he's going to get he's never going to win in a million years. Okay, Um, here's what the New York Times reported on Saturday, June 11th, quote, to say our country was on the right track would flagrantly depart from reality, said Steve Simonidis, a Democrat National Committee member from Miami. Mr. Biden, he said, should announce his intent not to seek re-election in 24 right after the midterms. So this does not surprise me because... Way back on January 27th, it was what I said. So uh, my prediction is that Joe Biden will not run again. I know the Democratic chieftains are not happy with him. The progressive left is turning on him. So uh, where did he get his support? Now, they're going to admit it, but they're looking elsewhere. And I, I, I could be wrong, but you'll remember my prediction. He does not run again. Now, if you don't remember, I'll constantly remind you. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you, back to you and your wallet. So we're getting all slaughtered at higher prices everywhere. We're getting hammered on the stock market. It's bad, 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 bad. And how about taxes, everyone? Let's take a look. Fiscal year 2022, record amount of tax collection, $3 trillion. 374 billion, 629 million tax dollars flowing into DC. By comparison, 2021 fiscal year, 2 trillion, 833 billion, 846 million. And if you subtract, that means that in one year, 540 billion, 783 million more tax dollars under Biden goes to Washington. Okay? And what's Biden's solution to inflation? Raise taxes higher. Bleed the American worker even more. Because when taxes go up on corporations and wealthy, the costs are passed on to the workers. Oh. Gun proposals, there's an agreement. Uh, 10 uh, Republican senators and 10 Democrats It's nothing. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to make anybody more safe. Uh, Just quickly, enhanced background checks for buyers under 21. Red flag law money to the states. Clarifying definition of federal blah, 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 boo, boo, boo. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay? So the key to all of this is that the serial killers, the loons, are responsible for less than 1% of all the homicides. The guys who shoot up the schools and everything, less than 1%. It's the criminals, the gangs, using the guns that are killing all the people. These politicians won't admit it, won't do anything about it. All right, yesterday again, big demonstration in DC. This is March for Our Lives out of Parkland, Florida, David Hogg. 
they're uh, yelling and screaming. They want to ban this. They want to ban that. Uh, it's ridiculous. They don't know anything. They don't know or want to solve the real problem, which is criminals using guns, not law-abiding people. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. <sighs> so frustrating for me. Got to federalize all gun crimes. That's it. Nothing else will work. Inflation I told you about up to 8.6. Gas prices up to $5.10. Last week, $4.87. Every week goes up and up and up, and administration, no clue, none. All right, so here's an interesting poll, Trafalgar Group. Majority of Americans think Biden intentionally sending gas prices sky high to fuel the green agenda. Okay, the poll, do you believe the administration is intentionally letting gas prices rise to make Americans use less fossil fuels? Yes, 53. No, 40. Okay, tension. Stay in history. June 13th, 323 BC, before Christ. We still use that here. All right. Alexander the Great dies at age 33 in Babylon. Alex is off the board. So who was he? He was born to the king and queen of Macedon, okay, which is now Serbia. At age 16, <clears throat> He was a soldier and a good one. He was tutored by Aristotle, so he was smart as well. At age 20, his father was murdered, King Philip. Alexander took over and didn't really have a lot of interest in governing Macedon or Macedonia as it is today. He wanted to conquer everything, but he didn't want to get involved with Rome. So he went east and he conquered most of the world. This guy was an amazing general, never lost a battle. He, all, you know, Persia, Iraq, which is now Iraq, that's where Babylon is, Afghanistan, all of that, Egypt, Alexander. And then he has a big party. And for 48 hours of debauchery, then Alexander's not feeling too well. He's got a stomach area, and he dies in Babylon, age 33. I think... He was poisoned. Some historians believe that, but we can't prove it. Okay, good mail segment and a final thought that goes back to your money. Right back.
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get to the mail. Uh, O'Reilly, is there any proof President Trump requested 10,000 National Guard troops before September 6th? Well, under oath, uh, Christopher, um, the acting defense secretary, and I can't read my own writing, so let's just say he's the acting defense secretary. He testified that the President Trump ordered the Defense Department to get the guard ready under oath in front of the committee. Proof? Hey, under oath, he can go to jail if it's a lie. Miller, Christopher Miller. Thank you, Miller. Peggy, who are the 35% that support President Biden? Well, one would be my husband. He voted for Biden and still supports him. And my daughter also voted for him. Somebody please help me. (laughs) Peggy, I wish I could help you, but just keep it light. You know, I, I have friends, good, close friends, and they won't admit their vote was ridiculous. They won't. Mike uh, Biden may not understand what he's doing, but the people that write the items he's signing in the speeches, they do. That's correct. They do. Paul Weilu, Andover, uh, Minnesota. Bill, once again, you were clairvoyant when you predicted gasoline would be $5 by July 4th. The national average hit 5 on Friday. How did you know that? Simple economics, when it goes up, it's hard to stop it. It will recede, but not until 550, 575. And then you're California, that's eight. David Concierge, remember, Bill, your discussion with Mark Levin, who was brilliant about federalizing gun crimes, was spot on. We have that posted on BillOReilly.com. That is a good discussion because Levin disagrees with me. Robert Clausen, Davenport, Florida. Bill, sorry, I can't support your idea of having gun crimes handled by the federal government. Then you will never in your lifetime see an improvement in gun violence. Never. If you don't support that, you'll never see it. 
Tom Spurlock, your Belinda, California. Bill, your message about you continuing to work was inspiring. Thank you. You're an absolute treasure to the country. Well, I appreciate that. Amen. You know, I had a, a, a little message of the day on why I, I'm the last man standing among my peers in broadcast journalism. I am the last man standing. All my peers are retired or not with us anymore or whatever. I'm the last one. Um, Josh Lawler, New Bedford, Mass. I feel compelled to email you for the first time and say I find your no-spin news analysis to be very intelligent and articulate. I listen to your radio morning update every weekday on my Amazon Echo. I don't know what that is, Amazon Echo, but if you can get my update, do it, because we have good ones. Um, okay, Father's Day this Sunday. Come on. Killing the Killers, best book for dad and the mugs and everything else we have. And we keep the prices low. We have not raised our prices. We're taking less profit, but that's all right. And the word of the day, Peck Sniffian, P-E-C-K, Peck. Sniffian, S-N-I-F-F-I-A-N. You can't say, don't be a Peck Sniffian. Grammatically incorrect. It's don't be Peck Sniffian. Interesting word. Back with a final thought about your money in a moment. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Here's the final thought of the day. The only way to fight inflation right now is to think ahead. So I, I mentioned this last week. I'm going to mention it again. I did this bec- and I, you know, my, it wasn't my people or people who run BillOReilly.com. I did. I said, when somebody buys Killing the Killers from us, orders on the website, give them Killing the Mob free. All right, and everybody went, oh, no, no, we'll give it to them. Or Lord. No, free. The reason I did this was because I know how much pain the higher prices are causing working people. What I also know is that you are going to have to give gifts this year. So if you think ahead and you can get a free book with a purchase of killers, you buy maybe four or five of the, all right, you stock them. And for Christmas, for birthdays, if somebody does you a kindness, you have it at a very, very low price, much lower than any other gift would cost you. That's thinking ahead. So when you see something in your uh, newspaper advertising something on sale, all right, that it's a quality product, don't buy garbage, okay, because it'll fall apart and you'll pay more in the long run, grab it, stockpile it, because the gift thing keeps going. Okay? That's smart. So you can work price rises down 
sometimes by thinking ahead. So Costco or Sam's or Walmart, they have specials. If you know you're going to use a product and it's at a lower price, you get a bunch of them. Even if you have to credit card it, it's worth it for you because you're not going to have to pay for it at a higher price down the line. This is planning, central planning. So this is a war, an economic war. These people, these, this Biden administration and some of the states as well, they're gutting working people. They're making it almost impossible to be solvent. So to fight back, you've got to be, you got to smart, outsmart them. And so on BillOReilly.com, if you buy Killing the Killers for Father's Day, we'll give you a free book, Killing the Mob. If you buy four or five, you get 10 books. That gives your gifts for the rest of the year in a lot of circumstances. Okay. I thank you very much for watching and listening. Remember, our radio broadcast is all over the place now. The No Spin News will be back tomorrow.